guys, welcome to Conscious Butterflies and thank you so much for joining me today. I'm your host, Emily Dugan, and if you're here with me today, it is because you are excited for that next step of your life. You are excited to really figure out what it is that is going on, really step into that new era of who you are to drop the excuses and really start fighting for those conscious desires that weigh on your heart. In this podcast, I'm here, I give you my raw advice, what I'm going through, my advice, so always take it with a grain of salt, but I'm here to help you spark motivation, build confidence, and fight for those conscious desires of yours, no matter how wild they may seem. So let's get into it. Today's episode is more of a story, more of a really big realization that I just had over this past weekend. And if you have those moments, they're like, when they use, when you feel them, the whole world just kind of stops for a second because everything just clicks. Literally everything since I was a child clicked for me in an instant. And it was as if all the, this time I've been asking and praying, like, I want clarity. I want to understand, like, what am I doing? What is this path? And I've lately just been getting very excited about things and projects that I want to hone in on and really start to own. And I think in the past, I've always got excited about things, but let them go. But lately, these new projects are starting to stick and starting to mold into who I am. And I'm starting to understand why they came into my intuition and why they became a desire to begin with. So I just want to talk through that and hopefully, again, just spark some motivation in you. And also, just that clarity and trusting in what we feel like are just signs or maybe things are coincidences, but they're not coincidences. The things that happen to us in life are for a purpose and they happen on reason, for reasons, and we should be excited about that. And I know it's so easy to overlook the things that come in our life and we'll talk ourselves out of it before we even start to get excited about it. So... This podcast should, this episode and podcast should hopefully do the opposite of that and make you start trusting yourself, trust your gut, and just fucking go for it because what else do we have to lose, right? So let's take it back to when Emily was, um, let's say like, I don't know, I was probably four or five years old, okay? So my sisters were always in dance and I was just this really, really shy little kid. I was such a cute little kid. Like you should have seen the kind of curls I had. It was ridiculous. But I was also very, 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 very shy. I mean, I only hung out with my mom, my grandma, my sisters. I didn't like to go to friends' house. It took me until I was in like, I don't know, probably fourth, fifth grade to like really feel confident enough to spend the night at somebody else's house. And I'll never forget, like, I was very, very prude in that way, too. Like, I just didn't want anybody to see me naked. And I'll never forget this girl, Haley. She came over, and we were, start, we were like, really good friends. And I got in the shower, and she was like, you better get the shampoo and conditioner because I'm coming in. And I remember in that instant, like, I melted. I, like, froze. I didn't know what to do. And my mom said when she heard my friend Haley say that, my mom almost dropped to, like, you know, got a feeling in her gut and her gut just dropped because she knew the way I was but that day for some reason you know like we have these moments in life where you just realize to peel back and you realize things aren't so serious um and that's kind of what happened 
in the story I'm about to tell you because when I was really, really young, as I mentioned, I was very shy. And as my sisters danced, I was asked to dance by the dance teachers, by my sisters, my mom, my family, you know, like the the dance moms there, the spirit buddies of all the dancers, everybody wanted me to dance. And I would even include myself in dance pictures. I would, you know, be a part of that dance studio except forever dancing. I just sat right with my mom, with my little baby dolls and did my thing. Well, fast forward through life and becoming more outgoing, Thank you to Haley for kicking that off for me. You know, I really started to enjoy the flow of music. I love to dance. I love to move. I remember, I guess let me just go through a few points in time where I really started to move my body, I guess. Um, One of the first ones I remember was probably like 17, 18, the first time I went to Vegas. And of course, there's a little alcohol involved. So I got a buzz. And when I get a buzz, I get happy feet, as some of us do. But I was in Vegas. And if you've ever been to, um, oh my God, oh, Fremont Street, which is like old Las Vegas, they have dancers there and they have destined spots that they have to sit at because they like rent these circles and they are trying to get tips or whatever. So I took it upon myself that I don't need to rent a a circle square to be an entertainer. Like I was just going to entertain people. I started dancing and I started dancing in like such a unique way. I always move my feet and have like that little kind of shuffle balance to me. And I didn't know what I was doing. I was just moving my body. And before I knew it, like there was a full ass crowd around me and like not around these entertainers who are dressed crazy and doing all these whatever fun tricks. Like there was a circle around me. And it was so cool. Like, I remember being in such awe. Like, I love entertaining people. And then my cousin jumped in, and we just had everybody cheering for us. And I, in that moment, realized how much I love being the center of a crowd, how much I love entertaining, how much I love movement and what produces of it, the happiness that comes on people's faces, other people feeling included like they can dance, like there is nothing quite like that to me. And realizing that in the moment was something else because it was just like oh yeah like I never danced like I never thought like I would want to dance and and do that more often or make that a hobby I just thought I got drunk and wanted to dance and that is how it's been (laughs) you know I love going to concerts and I love going to shows and festivals and I love to dance and move my body but there's been several instances including that one in my life where it's like no, this could like be something like I, the way that I dance is apparently noticed by other people and not everybody can say that. I mean, maybe you get noticed because you act ridiculous, which I've definitely had my moments of acting ridiculous. Stay tuned. I will share that. Um, but, um, where's I going with that? I don't know. Um, but anyway, so life keeps going on. Um, I guess I'll share that embarrassing moment with you guys now because, oh, I know where I was going. Sorry, sorry. Um, So the next time I really got that hype and I got that validation about dancing was I started to like join Zumba classes and do that in three different Zumba classes I went to, whether it was somebody I was dancing with or is the actual host and the leader of the Zumba class was like kind of stopped me like, did you used to dance when you grew up? Like you were just really entertaining to watch. Like you're fun to watch dance. And again, that should have been another little reminder. And it was a little hint from the universe and from God that like, hey, 
you love doing this, do something about it. So still never did anything about it. Again, this is my embarrassing story. We'll do that now. I'll get it over with. But um, was out at a bar in Lakewood. If you're from Cleveland, Lakewood, Ohio, I was at around the corner. And I don't know, it was like Christmas time. And there was a dance team there. And they were dressed up in these cute Santa and elf outfits. And they had like a production. Like they were putting on a little mini show inside this bar. And I took it upon myself to jump into this production and act like I was a part of it. And I remember in that moment, I was not holding back at all. I did not think that was weird. I did not think I was disrupting anything. But watching back on videos, I was like, what the hell is I doing? Again, drunk. But again, I am just so moved and I'm so pulled to music and entertaining and being a part of something that puts smile on people's faces. So continue to fast forward every single concert oh let's go back a few years our timeline's a little screwed up all right so now i'm like probably what eight 19 20 something like that and i go to it's my first rave ever and i'm with this girl who she's been to plenty of raves before and just some friends at the time and we go it was actually ganja white night was my first rave and what was it, Akron, Youngstown, Canton, something like that, when they were so small, and side note, I got a picture on stage with them, but the guy I was dating at the time somehow lost the picture by the time we got home, like, how do you take a picture in your camera, and then it's deleted, I don't know, anyways, we're at the rave, I have the best time of my life, like, so much fun, and I'll never forget the next day, the girl that I went with had told me, like, Emily, everybody was looking at you, like, you shouldn't move like that, you should just, like, move your head like you're just supposed to like bounce to the beat like you know rave head whatever and I was just so taken back by that because I'm like who are you to tell me how I should move my body when I'm enjoying myself and having a good time and the way I was moving my body was I was dancing with my feet I was I was my feet very much so were always in sync with the beat going on. I've always thought that I was really good at reading beats before they even come and knowing how to move and dance to that. Is my technique the best? Absolutely not. Do I want to learn how to get better? Absolutely. But so there's all these like just memorable times in my life and every time I go to a show, whether it's like a Tosh Saltana or it is a rave or it's rap, like I just start to get happy feet going on. And we were just at a my boyfriend and I were at a Kasky concert and he said something in my ear like, oh, there goes those happy feet again. And I've started to notice that the more I think about how I want to actually learn dance and get into this and do something about it, the more I get embarrassed about it. Because when he said that to me at the show, he was just loving me and noticing me and it made me stop. And It just sucks when you start to really love something. You get self-conscious about it. You overthink it. Whereas in the past, you were just doing it because it made you happy. Because it made other people happy. And so that's where we fast forward to this past weekend. And a lot hit me in the face, okay? So as of recently, this was like, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago. Um... Honestly, the I'm throwing a lot of numbers at y'all today. <laughs> Honestly, I think probably the last three months, my Instagram feed is just filled with 
amazing women and men who shuffle and it is the coolest thing in the world to me and I am like locked in and I'm locked into the point that I've got a subscription to a couple of these amazing women who shuffle and I wake up every morning and I try to watch at least two or three tutorials and I'm I'm trying to really nail down the basics and it's funny because I think I can do the basics but to just sit here and look in a mirror and do them I know I have so much work to do Obviously, when I have a buzz, I'm in a crowd, I feel like I know what I'm doing, but I want to know what I'm doing. I want to be able to teach it one day. So I'm really trying to get the techniques down and I'm really just trying to have something that I care about, that I wake up and I do. And it's like, I see myself progress. I feel like my entire life, I've never owned something to watch the progression of me. You know, I've watched my progression of how I work and I work in marketing and how my skills have grown and how, you know, I've just evolved as a marketer and the way that I read and optimize things and and study algorithms, like it's all helped me grow. And now I want to grow in something that I actually care about. So again, here I am realizing that this is my passion like I want to be able to dance I love dancing it makes me happy it lights me up and now I want to be good at it so again now we're back to this weekend and have a great weekend uh me and my best friend get to hang out try some new things we go paintballing with a group of new friends we go to Crystalia, have a fun comedy show and then we're like let's go to this rave our friends at so we do and it's on the rooftop this museum building by the Cosi in Columbus if you ever been and it's a whole bunch of local DJs from Columbus and we get there and guess what they have professional shuffle dancers on stage so now my passion and my dreams are staring me in my damn eyes guys like just facing me and so what do I do well I watch them because they're freaking amazing and beautiful and I just like aspire to be that one day And who is right next to me? My best friend. And what is she doing? Pressuring me the whole time. Like, are you going to dance? Are you going to shuffle? Are you going to shuffle? And I had to tell her, like, look, you got to stop. Like, you telling me that is overwhelming me. Um, And I also might have taken a couple shirmies. So, like, I was, should have been, I should have, I should have, you know, that was holding me back a little, I think, too. (laughs) But anyway, so we go and a shuffle circle starts. And at first, it's the shuffle team getting in there, like, showing off their badass moves. And then it's just anyone jumping in the crowd doing it. Their skill level is, you know, very low compared to these amazing dancers. Because what does dancing do? It invites people to have fun, to move, to enjoy themselves, to shake their body. And what do I do? I stand there frozen, not even knowing how to move my body and just dance in a normal casual way. Because I'm so overwhelmed that I'm literally facing my fear every single second and I'm not doing anything about it. Every second in my head, I could have went and I could have gone and I could have moved and I could have just been what they were, I was there to do. And the one girl who was a badass, she was so excited to see everybody jump in the circle and she's recording their feet, she's recording their faces. Like it was such a like just pure moment of people doing what they love and having fun and being with other people doing just that. And here's my best friend again, like, Emily, what are you doing? Like, I am going to tell you, I'm going to be that voice of reason that tells you to fucking jump and do it. Like, here's your chance. Like, why not go? And she was so right. But I was so locked in my fear 
because it was literally facing me. And then we go back in the crowd. I'm like, let's go back in the crowd because if the pressure's not on me, like maybe I'll feel a little, I can just ease into it. And then I had to tell her, like she kept watching me, wanting to see me do it. And I was like, just turn around, babe. Like you, nobody, the group that I'm with needs to turn around. I need to feel like I'm the only person here to start moving. And I started to make all of these excuses as to why I wasn't doing it. And the night goes on and I start to shuffle my feet a little and I start to have a good time. But in no means do I did I bust out the way that I usually would a year back, two years back, five years back, you know, even this time last year, like catch me in a crowd and I'm just going to move and I'm going to do my thing. Hence that Christmas <laughs> bar I was at. Um, but I didn't. I didn't go all in. But that is okay. And I, in that moment, standing in that crowd, had this realization that life is literally so beautiful and the signs are at us at all stages. My my hurdle in life right now is the same hurdle that I had as a little girl that I wanted to be involved, but I hid behind my mom and I was shy. And I was involved and I did this and I... I, I I was noticed, but I never got involved. My hurdle in life is still the hurdle that that little girl had. And I have to stick up for that little girl. Like I have to be accountable to make her dreams happen. Like that is up to me. I don't know why I'm getting so emotional, but it is like, it is a thousand percent up to me to fulfill like her dreams and that like that assignment in that moment at that rave was better than dancing like that was better than jumping in that was better than facing my fear that was better than anything that could have possibly happened if I would have gotten that dance circle that night because it instilled in me that I'm not just going to have this be a thought in my head like I do everything else. I'm not just going to half-ass this. Like, I want to fucking learn how to do this and be her hero. I want to wake up every day and have that, those moments of feeling like I'm not going to be good enough. I want to, I want every hurdle and battle that's going to come with it. I want to feel stupid over it. I want to live every conscious moment knowing that I'm going to make that happen and knowing that I'm not going to give up on myself like I have a million other things. And, you know, the reason why I've given up on a million other things is because that wasn't the right thing. And I genuinely, with my whole heart, feel like this is. I feel like I'm going to work hard at this and I'm going to do it at my own pace and my own time. But it doesn't matter because if I'm committed to doing that, then I don't have anything else to worry about. It's going to happen. Like nobody can take away what God's plans are for me. And God's plans are so much bigger than whatever I think they have for me. But yet I feel aligned right now with what I want. And if I feel aligned in this good, I know I'm on the right path. And the more I just keep doing what I got to do, I know God's going to take care of the rest. I know everything's going to fall into the lap. So I don't have to worry. I don't have to be stressed out. And all I have to do is be thankful that fear got to me so bad. Fear was eating me alive like it never has before in that moment over something I wanted so bad more than anything else 
that it ignited something in me. And we can't look at fear like it's bad. We can't look at fear and be scared of it. We have to look it straight in the eyes and understand why and where it is coming from. Like what is underneath that fear? Why am I so fearful about something? What is it that is truly dragging me down? Because on the opposite side of that is bliss. When we can break down our fear and really understand the root of it, which for me, it was this me being so shy as a little kid at something I wanted to do so bad. Holy shit, dude, like it'll put you on the path. It'll give you more clarity than you could ever freaking ask for. I mean, hear it from me right now. So now I feel really good. I feel better than I have in so long because I really was just in this like, Honestly, the last three years, making this podcast, coming in and out of that, like wanting to start like all these online businesses and trying to understand what it is I wanted to do. Like now I I feel like I want to do all of them still, but I want to make this my main point of focus. I want to see again, like myself grow. I want to see, I want to record video. I don't feel stupid doing the things that I was scared of anymore. Am I going to look stupid to other people? Yes, but like When you are so certain about something, you really stop caring because you are the only person that is aware of where you're going and where your heart and where your intention is. And that's all you need. Like that is all any of us need is good intention and a good heart to get there. So I leave you with that. I leave you with, please dissect your fear. Please know that underneath your fear is a really, really big assignment. Underneath your fear is going to be the hardest thing you ever had to do, but it's going to be worth it. And I'd rather work really, really hard and reap all the blessings later in life than wait my whole life living comfortably and never knowing what the what if, you know, what if I did take a shot of myself? Like I've been trying since I've been following these girls on Instagram who are shufflers. Like I can't find somebody who hosts like or goes on tour and does shuffling classes in Cleveland could I probably look harder and find somebody yes but by not finding anybody I was like dude learn how to do this you have it in you you have your happy feet you have the drive and the heart to do it and now just get good at it get good practice and go light people up like there again there's nothing that makes me happier than dancing and other people dancing and letting themselves loose and having a good time nothing can hold me back at this point except for myself and i want to be the person that people can look online for shuffling classes and they can come to my shuffling classes and i can meet other badass shufflers in cleveland and we can record awesome choreography together like i don't even it feels so crazy to have a want and a desire like this, but I'm sure as hell going to find a way to figure it out and make it happen because why the hell not? Because, because a five-year-old little M, curly-haired little M, lost in a dance studio, never knowing how to find her place because she was too shy. Like, I cannot get over the fact that I stood in that crowd literally feeling and like hearing little me almost cry out like, why are you so scared? Like, why are you so scared? Don't be scared. But again, feeling that fear so badly that night, I will never be mad about it. I will never be mad about not dancing because it is the exact reason 
I will continue to dance and move my feet for the rest of my days as long as I can. So I hope I encourage you to move your feet in whatever that is and whatever that looks like, whether it's moving your feet to live somewhere new, whether it's getting out of that relationship and shuffling over that way or, you know, it's taking on that business idea or, you know, it's just getting out of a current situation, like whatever it is that you, your fear has you locked in and you feel like you can't move, whatever you find yourself frozen in, please keep digging because underneath that is something so powerful and so beautiful within you. And it is your freaking mojo, baby. I promise. It's your moxie, baby. Show me your moxie. I had to say that for my caramel. Okay, well, thank you guys so, so, so much for tuning in. I love you. Um, I did create just like a hotline. If you go to the bottom of this, um, there is a link in the show notes that you can click. Please leave anything that you want. I want to talk to you. Talk to me about your problems. Talk to me about your triumphs, what you're going through. Like, let's just talk, you know. I want to make this as conversational as possible. Like, ask me questions, share your experiences. Like, I want to know your highs and lows. I want my listeners to add to the conversation and embrace this long, whiny, fearful, but blissful journey that we're all on. You can totally stay anonymous or you can let me know who you are. I will shout you out. Just let me know in the form. Like I said, it's in the show notes. And if you are a fan of this podcast, please leave comments and subscribe. Give it a five-star rating. I would super appreciate it. Um, I want to grow and continue to grow with you guys. And that's all she wrote. So thank you guys so much. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. And Godspeed, friends.